I dropped the receiver back into the cradle, fully aware that I'd told a flat-out lie, no denying it. I had no intention of turning in early tonight, though unaccustomed to keeping Betty in the dark, I had no choice. No point in getting my daughter-in-law all riled up at this stage of the investigation. We'd had more than our share of false starts and disappointing leads over the past eighteen years. This could be another. But I honestly didn't think so. Deep in thought, I smoothed the creases of the tattered Los Angeles Times article on my kitchen counter. The article, written nearly a year ago, had given me hope. It was the first real lead in years. I glanced down at the article. The headlines danced before my eyes, and once again I wondered how much of the article was fact and how much was a heap of creative fiction. I prayed that tonight would lead me down a new path, one that would prove that Laurie London's death was no suicide. I checked the clock above the counter. It was only a quarter to nine. I'd have to cool my heels for at least another three hours. Reaching for my unfinished glass of milk, I pondered what effect my reopening this particular case might have on my daughter-in-law. She'd have a strong reaction, that was for sure. But for the life of me, I couldn't predict what that might be. Would she support a full-speed-ahead approach, or would she still be afraid to have me reopen the case? This unsolved case remained an open wound, one relegated to the back burner for far too long. Now was the time to bring it front and center. Betty was resilient, but the thought of her slipping back into the uncharacteristic kind of depression that overtook her following my son Hell's senseless murder filled me with more than a bit of unease. Would reopening the Lori London case bring it all spiraling back to her? I shook my head. I knew deep in my soul that no matter what the night had in store, this case was now my number one priority.